to Drone Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Jacks, and on this podcast, we used to talk about dialectical behavioral therapy in a semi-coherent way and play sleepy music or something. I'm not sure. I forget. <laughs> Just kidding, but I know it's been a long time, even for me, so please accept my apologies. There has been a lot going on, some of which I talked about in my newsletter last month, but I've missed you all and thought about you every day, and I'm glad to be back. 10-4, little buddy. To record this podcast, I have to turn my space heater off, and there's a polar vortex in Toronto right now, so please send Lana and I some cozy vibes before we start. Lana, miss you too. Lana, do you want to say hi? You want to come up? Lana licks hello. Don't worry, she's actually wearing her winter coat and is toasty warm. And I have like six layers on. This morning I did everything except work on this podcast, including trying to make an auto-tune remix of that video of a lawyer logging into Zoom with a cat filter on, which by the time you hear this will not be a relevant meme anymore. After being away so long, I guess I'm nervous to come back, but my laundry is hanging everywhere and I sure as heck am not going to clean that up. So here we go. You comfy, Lana? Our next and final module in the TBT book, like I've said before, is interpersonal effectiveness. And in the cover image in my book from DBT group for this chapter is a white hand touching a ghost's hand in a heart by some stretch marks or something. The time I can spend without the precious little heater I found in a cupboard here when I moved in is limited. Plus, we all know I will need a nap soon. So let's dive right in. Interpersonal effectiveness. What is your goal? Asking, this is in all caps, asking for something effectively, keeping a good relationship, keeping your self-respect. And then there's a 3D target logo with some darts stuck in the middle. Three darts, they're kind of huddled together like they're best friends and getting along really great. 
How do you ask for something effectively when you'd rather kind of skirt around the issue and maybe wait 10 years for it to blow over? How do you have a good relationship when you're pretty sure everybody hates you? Or how do you keep self-respect when you're not 100% sure you have any to begin with? I don't know. I am just a person reading from a book into a microphone. But seriously, I want to stop here and say this module was a struggle for me. But I actually did learn a lot from it that I didn't even put into practice until way later, like years later. Like I started to feel confident about my interpersonal skills a month ago. So as always, this is kind of like that movie Interstellar, which I just watched. It's about the fourth dimension and space and stuff. And basically the movie is ridiculous until you get to the end. So you just have to wait patiently and absorb the content and try not to snicker at it. Kind of like real life. Shout out to Interstellar. I like that movie even though it had a lot of thrills and twists and made me very jumpy. The next page is pretty blunt with us. It says interpersonal effectiveness. What stops you from achieving your goal? One, lack of skill. You actually don't know, don't know is in caps lock, what to say or how to act. Two, worry thoughts. You have the skill, but your worry thoughts interfere with doing or saying. Worries about bad consequences. They won't like me. She will think I am stupid. Worries about whether you deserve to get what you want. I am such a bad person. I don't deserve this. Worries about not being effective and calling yourself names. I won't do it right. I am stupid. And then I have a little note I wrote here. Worrying is a part of life, but when does it stop being helpful? Three, emotions. You have the skill, but your emotions, anger, frustration, fear, guilt, or sadness, make you unable to do what you want. Emotions instead of skill control what you say or do. 4. Can't decide. You have the skill, but you can't decide what you want. For example, do I want to keep this relationship? You can't figure out how to balance asking for too much versus not asking for anything, saying no to everything versus giving in to everything. Five, environment. You have the skill, but the environment gets in the way. Other people are too powerful. Other people may have some reason for not liking you if you get what you want. Other people won't give you what you need unless you sacrifice your self-respect. 
and at the bottom here there's two people side by side with their arms like stretched across each other's shoulders in a way no one ever stands and I drew a sad face on the white one. We went through a lot of intense stuff there so let's break it down a little. Haha, <laughs> I said break down, take a shot of water. I think most podcasts like this remind you to drink water, maybe take your meds. Honestly, I'm drinking tea. I'm a big fan of many kinds of tea. For example, did you know you can combine lavender, hawthorn leaves, rose petals, and mint to make a really yummy, calming, hot drink? You can also put in chamomile flowers or sage. Anyway, I'm clearly stalling because returning to the pages of interpersonal effectiveness is my nightmare. Breaking it down. Lack of skill. You haven't learned how to be interpersonally effective yet. That's why we're doing this. That's fine. Worry thoughts. No one has these. What are they talking about? Why would someone think that they're a bad person? <sighs> Basically, they're saying your anxious thoughts are getting in the way of you communicating your wants and needs in a productive way could be relatable emotions you're overcome with emotion and that's the vibe the only vibe and by vibe i do mean inescapable void hopefully previous dbt stuff has helped us cope with and manage emotions better but that is a lifelong journey oh god i said journey on the podcast again then can't decide I guess an example of this would be those moments where you're like, I don't know what to say to my boss because maybe I'm going to quit my job in five minutes and become a famous podcaster, or maybe I want a raise. So I'm kind of stuck with this all caps, half written email in my drafts folder. We've all been there. Environment is the dodgiest slash realist one here. No matter how many interpersonal skills you have and how wonderful you are at wielding them, we'll always find ourselves fenced in by our circumstances in life. I won't linger on that because it's kind of a big yikes to think about and we've all been cooped up inside for a year ruminating on that already. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, Thank you. You know the homework deal, but if you don't, here is the homework structure. I read you the homework from the book. You either do it or you don't. Maybe you think about doing it. You could write it all out in a journal or on your phone or think about it while you doom scroll or think about doing it and feel guilty that you didn't as if I, your host, didn't just spend four months completely ignoring my intentions to record this episode. As long as you're feeling your feelings, I'm pretty sure that's progress, but yeah, please do not sweat this too much. It is all okay. Here is the homework. Interpersonal effectiveness. Practice. What is getting in the way of good relationships? Think about a relationship that you currently have that is not going very well. Pick a relationship you're comfortable sharing with the group, uh, the, the group being yourself. You can share with me if you want. Um, who is it? 
by the way, I did not fill out this section of the homework, so uh, maybe I will later. For this relationship, the relationship you chose, which of the three goals of interpersonal effectiveness is out of balance? Check one or more. Asking for what you want effectively, keeping a good relationship, keeping your self-respect. So check one. How are they out of balance? And then there's like a few lines to write. Check what gets in the way of meeting those relationship goals. Lack of skill, worries, emotions, can't decide, environment. How does it get in the way? Or how do they get in the way? There might be more, more than one. Did using the sheet help you better understand your relationship? Two, help you know what's ineffective in the relationship. Circle yes or no. And they've only got one yes or no, but there were two questions. But if you're writing this out, you can do two yeses and two noes. If yes, describe how it helped. If no, describe why you think it did not help. If it didn't help, feel free to be as catty as you want. Thanks so much for being here and sticking around. We have lots more to get into with interpersonal effectiveness. There's some pictures of people with their hands in the air and stuff, like multiple images, but we will stop here for now. I do have some news, which is that on March 9th, I'll be part of a free online panel discussion called What is the Nature of Psychiatric Auditory Experience? at a really lovely looking event series called Sounds About, which is part of the CTM Festival in Berlin. It will be on Zoom and it's free. Here is part of the fancy write-up about it. A sounds salience, I hope I'm saying that right, and emotional charge depends upon the life histories of the people who hear it and upon the comparative backdrop against which they listen to the sounds that are emplaced in a particular time and location. As starting point of an attempt to find new vocabularies, new theoretical models, and new arguments about listening in general as well as about psychiatric institutions, Kim Wichera will be asking a range of panelists who work in psychiatric institutions or who have been users of these services, how they have been identifying sounds, interpreting their significance, who influences the act of listening in the psychiatric system, who is responsible for sounding in the psychiatric system, how is the environment, environment just like we read about in the thing, designed and built to affect sound, which objects mediate sound for listeners. That is March 9th, 2021 at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, and I think the easiest way to find the registration link right now is to go to my website, crystaljacks.com, K-R-I-S-T. 
E-L-J-A-X dot com and click shows on the left sidebar and then click the link that says register zoom link. I apologize that my website is weird on mobile. I am coding with the skills of a person who traveled time from 2005. So maybe I'll see you on Zoom, which could be really nice. My other news is I found out I'm going to do a sleep study because I finally talked to a psychiatrist again and she agreed I am sleeping a concerning amount. So maybe in the spring I'll do a podcast episode from the sleep study clinic. Just kidding. Or am I? I feel like I'll be pretty lonely at the sleep study. I can't bring Lana. Lana, do you want to say goodbye? Want to say goodbye? She's not interested, but luckily I did make a recording earlier of her snoring. So I will put that here for you. Before I go, I should say that if you look up Humzine on Etsy, that's H-U-M-Z-I-N-E, that's my new drone zine, and there are currently a few copies of the winter issue left. It's about exploring industrial hums and noises around Toronto and kind of turning that into a concert since we're in lockdown here forever. I make it with Tasman Richardson. I'm on Patreon as Crystal Jacks and that's where you can grab my newsletter and a bunch of stuff of mine, including the whole CBT or Cognitive Behavioral Therapy YouTube series I did of drone therapy years ago, but warning, it was unscripted and I ramble for like an hour every time. I don't know if you want that. The space heater is calling, so I'll let you go. Thanks again so much for being here and working on our effectiveness. Happy Valentine's Day. Lana is your Valentine. Bye.